I like how she um talks about how she's really into just. <laughs> Today we are going to be interviewing Raya. Hello Raya, how is your day going today? It's going well, how about you? Good. Tell us a bit about you. Um, this is my, I'm, first of all, I'm a freshman at Word Law. This is my first year at Word Law, but I've been coming to the summer camp since I've been in like kindergarten. Um, and I'm involved in a bunch of school activities and clubs. And yeah, that's it. Okay. We're going to ask you some questions. When you hear the word inclusion, what do you think of? Um, I'd probably say that I think of being super cognizant and aware of the life that other people have. So when I think of inclusion, I think of equity and equality and the differences between those two words, I'd say. Okay. I think Raya did a really good job explaining Yeah, I agree with you. She was very descriptive and on point. But I do think she used a few difficult words for me to understand. A few of them was equality, equity, and cognizant. What do you think we should do, Avery? Let's search them up. Yeah, that's a great idea. So, equality means... Equality. The state of being equal, especially in status, rights, and opportunities. The next word is... Equity. The quality of being fair and impartial. And the last word is... Cognizant. Having knowledge or being aware of. All of these words are powerful, and I think Raya did a great job using the right words. show inclusion? I think it's hard to show inclusion. Um, I think the first step to even showing it is understanding it. Um, And for someone like me who's not Black, um, the symposium was a great opportunity for me to hear about other people and the lives that they live and for me to just listen. So I think the first step is listening. And then after that, you can do enough research and learn about the topic well enough to where 
um, you can keep advocating for minority groups. what you're saying, Avery. I really like how she said showing inclusion is hard. When I asked this question, I didn't expect an answer like that. But when I think about it, it's very true. Can you explain to us a little bit more about the symposium? Yeah, so the symposium was on race and identity. And with all the current events that have been happening with the Black Lives Matter movement, it was really fitting for ward law. So a bunch of students that were on the student committee and a lot of faculty and staff um, worked together to create a day in school where we had guest speakers that spoke about their personal experiences um, regarding race and identity, race and identity. Um, and they also spoke about different things like how to be confident in who you are, um, how to deal with race and identity in the workplace. So um, there were a lot of different areas and categories that um, the symposium filled, but it was mainly a day for students to feel as though they could let out and express their own personal opinions on race and identity. Okay. And what she was saying about the symposium, I think that with all the Black Lives Matter um, stuff going around, I think that the symposium fits in very well. Uh, yeah, the topic about race and identity is really a good choice and important. Yeah. Why was it important for you to get so involved in this symposium? Um, I've always been really interested in current events within the past year and a half since COVID-19 pretty much. Um, so when Black Lives Matter came out in the summer and, you know, it caused a big uproar because of George Floyd, I definitely thought it was necessary for me to learn more about other people's opinions, other people's experiences, um, because I can't do all the talking, you know, I can only advocate for them, but I'm not black, so I'm never going to know how that feels. So I thought that being on the symposium um, for a school-wide event was um, really exciting, and I wanted to be a part of something that was bigger than myself. I like how she talks about how she's interested about the topic race and identity, and I like how she gave us examples and about how she's putting herself in other people's shoes and saying things from other people's perspective. Yes, Avery, I agree with what you're saying. Raya's thinking about other people and not just herself. And I want to quote one thing that she said. 
She said, I want to be a part of something that is bigger than myself. And that's what the symposium means to her. I think that that was a really nice thing that she said. And that's one sentence that stood out to me in this question thing. Can you talk about a few groups that you're a part of that you feel are inclusive? Yes. So um, when you say the word inclusive, I definitely think of the places that I feel most comfortable with um, and I can truly be myself and I don't have to think about um, changing the way I act or the way I dress or the way I do anything for anybody. So I definitely think that um, I feel included in the school. That's the way I feel. Um, I feel included in my religious group that I meet with every Sunday. Um, yeah, those are two groups. I think I also have, I'm also involved in a lot of clubs and um, programs that have to do with tutoring, like refugees and students um, within the school. So um, I'd say that those are inclusive. I think when you ask what groups do you feel that you're inclusive, um, I think it really depends though. Okay. When Raya hears the word inclusive, it makes her think of places where she's most comfortable. And that should be the case with all of us. When we think of places where we're inclusive, we shouldn't think of places where people make us do stuff that they want us to do. We have to be able to be free and do whatever we want to do that is correct. Do you agree? Yes, I do agree, but also at the same time, I don't feel that we shouldn't make it of what only we want. Because that's basically like saying it from their point of view, how you just said, like making it how they want. If you think about it, their point of view is how you want. So I think it's better to just compromise. Yeah, that's also another way. But what I meant earlier was like, if you're doing something and then the other person's kind of like bossing you around, like you can't wear this type of clothes. You have to only wear a suit and like, and you're just like at a playground. It's like wrong for that person to say that. So in that yeah, case, be yeah. In that case, it's okay, but like you said, in some other cases, you might have to make a compromise, which is also okay sometimes. And our final question is... When you include people, how do you think they feel? Um, I think it depends on the person for sure, but I think when, when you include people, obviously they, they feel really good about themselves. No one wants to feel uncomfortable no one wants to not be their authentic self. Everyone just wants to fit in and get along. So, um, 
if someone ever gives me feedback or um, tells me randomly, you know, I really appreciated that you included me on this, or I appreciate the fact that you were a part of the symposium. Um, I love to get feedback like that. Okay. shoes and know what it is like to be included or just included. I think we all feel happy when we're included and it makes us feel like we're part of something and usually you would have fun. Yes, that's very correct. When people are included, they would feel really good about themselves and nobody wants to feel uncomfortable or not be their inside selves. Also, Raya said when she receives feedback, she would be happy. But just like that, it's not just for Raya, it's for everybody. Now, Avery, we are going to have a little experiment. Avery, today in gym, you are so good playing soccer. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel right now? Good. So, just like that, anybody who receives any feedback would feel really happy. Right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody likes getting compliments, so make sure to give one. Yeah. So, th- um, that's all we have for today. Thank you for coming, and we'll see you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Signing off, Shweta and Avery.